No one. Oh, there you go. Oh, that joint look good, too. That's that That's that note for you, boy. Hey. Yeah, but you can't send the video nowhere. <laughs> oh, wow. You can't send the video to True. nobody. True. True. Well, this episode of the You and You podcast has been brought to you by Three Strikes Punch. Also, tonight we're shining out triple. What is it? Three Strike. Three strikes punch. Three, Three strikes, strikes punch. punch. I done crushed my cup already. Y'all all right, behind. so we're going we to be alcoholic, though. So the cast is all here. We got our cups. Nobody's taking a sip yet but me. I cheated. What's that means? But we're going we gonna to take a sip. We're going to give a quick review. Real mm-hmm. quick, fellas, take a sip. I drunk mine. Hey, son, just so you know, all great writers are alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, well, how do we do shots for shots, the reviews? Yeah. Uh-huh. How many shots are we giving a drink? Uh, What's the most? Five is the most? Four yeah, five is the most. I give it a four. Four? Yeah. It's a four shot. Yeah, I do four. Four? We're going to do four. And I'm going to tell you, as strong as it is, I think if you do three <laughs> strikes of these, you're going to be out. <laughs> yeah, not. And it's the You and You podcast. I'm your boy, O King Johnny. Oh, Johnny. O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny. Next to me is. It's your boy, Waves, back in the building. You can follow me on Instagram, Waves underscore DC. That is with a Z and not an S. Next to him is. It's your boy, Rip, the spiritual gangster. Catch me on greatestiamblog.com. Instagram, greatest.i.am.blog. Next to him is. It's your boy, son. <laughs> he bullshitting today. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I was waiting. He done became a star. Oh my God. He done became a star. Next person. <laughs> next, I'm sorry, people. Next to him is. Is your main man, Little. Rare. And the same money we hear when you giving a charity. You need to be giving the Littles to give them some clarity. Follow me on Instagram at Littles1126. Next to him is. Hey, Scott, repping at you on you podcast, author of Hypocrisy in America, available on Amazon.com. You can follow me on Instagram at you and you, Scott. And I promise y'all, I won't change it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we change it every week. And last but certainly not least, the first guest of the You and You podcast, the first guest of 2018. This going to go down the in history. The first of everything. This is a historic <laughs> moment. We have Q from. Leo. Hey, you got it right. I got it right. All Leo, right. introduce yourself. Hey, how you doing? My name is Kiana. Everyone's called me Q. Um, my brand is Leo. That's loyal backwards. You can catch me on IG at leo.loyal or Facebook, Leo Leo. Hey, gotcha. and there you gotcha. have it, Leo. Leo. So while we got you on the mic, just tell us a little bit about the clothing line and, and what got you into fashion and all that good stuff. Just give us a little bit of backdrop. Yeah, so um, I've been into fashion since I was a baby, since I was a kid. Okay. Having all these Barbie dolls. I know pretty much <laughs> the people, the viewers out there right. understand the girls right, about right. the Barbie doll session. <laughs> um, but then I started nine. I started sketching. Like wow. I could sketch you guys like instantly like per- with perfection. Wow. So then I just started selling stuff, making my own shirts mm-hmm. at a young age, and then me and my brother got this T-shirt line when I was 18, okay. and it was called The Underground. And at the time, I'm just I'm immature, not knowing what's going on, so right. I kind of got out of that. And then I started working up against the wall. Okay. So um, that kind of pushed me more. So I was still doing clothes. Mm-hmm. I was still doing the T-shirts back then. Um, I'm an 80s baby. Okay, so, me too. Um, so all that happened. And then I kind of got out of it. I was like, you know what? This ain't really what I need to do. Let me go to school. Let me go back, mm-hmm. get my degree. Okay. So I went back, get my degree. And um, I was like, okay, well, 
This is when Bush was in in office. So I was just like, well, if Bush in office, I know I need to get a degree and move <laughs> forward. All right, now, real so, quick, are we talking about Father Bush or Son Bush? Son Bush. Okay, Son Bush. Okay. Son Bush. <laughs> just, just so we can get a time frame. Yeah, around a 9-11 time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I got my degree. And um, so then I was just like, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get into IT. So I said, I'm going to spin the wheel, whatever law, whatever lays into my hand. So I got into video. Okay. Then I was just like, you know what? This is really not for me. Let me go back into my passion. So I got back into fashion. Gotcha. So I've been grinding every day. When I get off work, I grind every single day. I make my own clothes. All right. Um, so I came up with the word Leo because this is who I am. I'm loyal. Oh, okay. um, there's no, there's no uh, filter with me as far as me being loyal. Um, and I put that. And I abide by that through everything. That's mm -hmm. my moral. That's who I am. All right. So, and my brand is I want people to embrace who they are. Okay. Like, don't be fake. Right. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's not cool to be fake. Right. Even it doesn't matter, you know, gender, right. race, whatever. Just be who you are. So right. I that's why I put the name um Leo. And actually, the name back here, the logo, I'm sorry, the logo back here is actually the name. Gotcha. So a lot of people don't know that he thinks it's a girl, but uh, it's pretty much like the L is right here, and then you have the A, and you have the Y right oh, there, yeah, and the O. I see. That's Okay. Yeah. So you seen that here first at the U and U So yeah, that's what that's about, and I'm just glad everybody is. I just love the movement that's going on, right. and I just want to em embrace that and support that, and I just want to be true, and I want everybody to be true. Don't. Don't try to fake who you are. Right, I don't gotcha. care who you is, the bullying, all that. Stop all that and just just be real with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah no definitely, doubt, definitely. no doubt. And that bullying comes out of exactly what you're talking about, a lot of insecurities and not mm -hmm. sure about who you are as a person. Well, here to you, you and you podcast, we are real. We try to keep it as real as we can. Usually we are all male show, so we have a all male opinion. But today we're going to get to hear from one of the ladies. Uh, Q is in the house. So we're going to see how this goes. We're going to see. Yeah, we're definitely going <laughs> to see how this goes. This is new for us. So bear with us. We're going to get started with oh, noodles. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you move on, uh -huh. um, just want to jump in real quick. Um, I was doing my research. Uh, I went on. Uh, that is not right. <laughs> you good. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Hey, I was doing my research. Um, I went on the guest Instagram. I was checking out her clothes, and I noticed that one thing I really liked is that her clothes, they were really, really high quality. Right. I mean, right. she got she got real clothes. She got she got polo shirts, she got button downs, um, she got different type of uh, like overcoats, she got sweatpants. I mean, stuff looked real fly, um, real high quality. And my, my biggest question is, um, where, where, where can I get some? <laughs> like, where can, what do I have to do to get well, we definitely gonna, to get right? We, we definitely going to make sure that um, she breaks down how we uh, get our hands get on a product. the Right, right, right. Because the clothes the look real nice. I, I need some new clothes. I know that's and right. And y'all know I'm not shopping at H&M no more, so I got to <laughs> spend that money. I got to spend that money somewhere else. <laughs> hey, and you know what I'm loving about tonight is that we, we're, we're going to be up and uh, giving shout outs to a lot of black owned up and coming business and situation and ideas. And I love that. I love what we're doing. But Scott had a question for you, um, Q. He wanted to know, is there a site or something that we could go to purchase the actual clothes? Oh, most definitely. Okay. Um, I have a website. It's www.leo.co. Uh, 
it's not com, it's dot co. Okay. And what what I'm gonna do is it's a lookbook right now. Okay. But the 2018, um, sorry, excuse me, the 2018 March April, um, I'm actually gonna have everything online where you can purchase it. It's more okay. like if you have it, you may not get a no no other time mm. from somebody else. Gotcha. Mm. So I do create your own. Okay. Um, I've done stuff for the the mommy. Yeah. The mommy lover. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> That's you. You the mommy lover. Because he didn't introduce himself. No, right, the right. Mommy lo- <laughs> so the mommy lover over here. He became yeah. a star this week, so he's struggling. No, nah, yeah. I really wasn't. I just was going some other stuff. So um, it's basically a custom to fit. So that's what it's called, a CTF. Um, So if anything that you do get, it's pretty much going to be custom or it's just that one time and that's it. And then as, you know, days and months and years go progress, Mm -hmm. I'll probably do two, then three. But, yeah, I actually have New York Fashion Week coming up. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. So this is my second time doing New York Fashion Week. Mm. Um, It is... February the 9th through the 12th. Uh-huh. So okay. I'm really looking forward to this. So this is the oh, yeah, summer spring. Yeah, that's so um, I had a fashion show last year. I had New York Fashion Week last year. Um, this time, this year, I have five actually fashion shows that's coming up. So okay. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh-huh. And like I said, I promote y'all 110%. Oh, yeah. Like hey, all day. Yeah. And I was just about to say, keep out. us posting on those dates mm-hmm. for the fashion show because I'll definitely come out and support yeah, that. We'll yeah, we definitely do For that. sure, for and, sure. Uh, let me uh, jump in real quick. I just went to the website and I was looking <laughs> looking at some of the stuff. You do have some good stuff. The clothes are fly. <laughs> yeah, and it's real yeah, high yeah, quality. Yeah, like the yeah. button downs is nice. I'm yeah, trying yeah, to get I was me just a few at some of the stuff. Yeah, just let us know. I'm I'm definitely down to buy some things. Oh you yeah, know? no, most definitely. Um, like I said, we'll actually talk. Okay. But um, I just want everybody to keep hashtag the movement. Oh yeah, that's without, the movement. without the movement. We ain't moving. Right, yeah. right, right. And without right. the grind, we ain't grinding. That's yeah, right. That's so. definitely that's right. We got well, you. before we move on, I just want one quick question. What's some uh, a fashion tip that you can give us guys as far as what not to do when it comes to getting dressed? Stop sagging. Woo! And there you have it. You heard it here first at the You and You podcast. Also, to Oh, I do want to say something to you guys. I mean, to, to the viewers out there. Go I ahead. just want to say hello to my late old fam. Y'all know who... Y'all, uh, I just think, and I love y'all to death. You know, I just praise God all day long. So I'm very grateful. I'm blessed, and I'm humble. So I just want to give that shout out to all the viewers out there that's actually listening, to designers, to mentors, to anybody that's out there that's been supportive to Leo or you and you podcast. Oh yeah, oh, most yeah. Much definitely. respect, much respect. So, hey, what's up? It's your boy Lotus with your, your weekly review. I went to the movies last week. Uh, I saw. A new film, The Maze Runner, The Death Cure. Okay. Anybody aware? Yes, yeah. I know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. It's the last film in the trilogy. And uh, basically, if, you, uh, if you've if you seen the first two, you're going to love this one. It's a, it's a nice ending. A lot of action on like some Mad Max type of mm, action, right. you know, with zombies and you're breaking out of prisons and a lot of gunfights. And it's very action-packed. Okay. Mm. So if you're And what's the name of that again? Maze Runner, The Death Cure. Maze running the death girl. I okay. check that Jane out when I'm at work. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait to support. We we do, we do not condone. We, uh, we can't do this for Black Panther. Ladies. Exactly. For who? Black Panther can't do that. Yeah, that shit gonna get watched at work too. No, no, no cheat code for that. Right. Anything else, Littles? Uh That's it for the movies. But uh, I got uh, two quick album reviews. Okay. Well, uh, today officially Justin Timberlake new album came out, Man of the Woods. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he definitely made up for his last album, the 2020 Experience, Disc 2. You didn't yeah. like it? I yeah. didn't like Disc 2. Oh, okay, Disc 2. Disc 2 felt like it was okay. a bunch of leftovers that shouldn't that have made it. made it. Okay. <laughs> I feel you. This one uh, is more like a... Um, it feels more like a justified album, more like his first one. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a grown-up version. You know, you can tell he's married and he got kids, and he speaks on that a lot. Uh, the standout song on the album is probably, I think it's called Young Man, mm. the last song. I'm quite okay. sure if, if you have children, you will love that song. Okay. I don't have kids that I know of, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I, 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 like, I like that song. Uh-oh. Nah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good album. It took me two listens, though. The first time... You know how you try to like skim through an album, right, right, right. And I was like, oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> um, I kind of went on Twitter to see what everybody was talking about. People, oh, that's a great album. So I was like, all right, let me give it another shot because maybe I missed. Yeah, something. you know what I'm saying. So when I actually listened to it in the car, it was pretty good. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying. So it's it's a really a good album. And what's the name of it again? Man, Man of the Woods. Yeah, Man, Man of the Woods. I'm about to check that out, Justin Timberlake. And what was the other? Uh, the second one was. Uh Lil Wayne released another mixtape called okay. uh, Dedication 6 Reloaded. Okay. Ooh, fire. And I'm not even going to lie, this song, I mean, the mixtape has 20 songs on it, looking at the track list now. I haven't made it past track eight because it's <laughs> one of the best songs he's made in a long time. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's called Back from the 80s. I had it on repeat, like, all day. Okay. And oh, I can only give you a review of the first eight songs. That's how far I got. <laughs> wow. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. Minus this one song. They He remade... Uh, Kendrick Lamar's Loyalty. Okay. And it's one of the worst songs I've heard mm. in a long time. Wow. Yeah. The girl he has on there signed a young money. Her name is Steph. She, she, you can tell she got signed because she's beautiful and mm. she got a big ass. <laughs> but she is terrible. Wow. She's a Spanish singer, she, though. She's a Spanish singer. She can't singer. sing in Spanish either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you. She can't sing that in English be. or Spanish. <laughs> terrible. She's Louise. If you see her on Instagram, you'll know why she got signed. Wow. And damn sure won her voice. Wow. So, uh, back like the '80s is track number eight. So if you're gonna listen to the mixtape, check that out as well as Family Feud featuring Drake. Wow. So, okay. That was my I review. Got an Big Bad Wolf. I got an album. Go ahead, Rip. What's your album? The uh, album by uh, Sir. He's on a TDE label. Yes. Okay. That album came out what last week or the week before two last? Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. It's an R&B album. It's a it's a real good album if you like uh, R&B soul. Uh, the last song on the album is probably one of the best R&B songs I've ever heard, and it's called "Summer really? in November." Well, I really got to hear this song. Yeah, I'm gonna check that best shit you out. ever heard. Um, one of the best R&B songs I've ever heard. So let me ask you this, Rip: Is this album better than a Trey Song mixtape? Because <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you was better. big up on Trey Song mixtapes last week. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's overly better, but. And it depends on what mood you in. Okay. Because, you know, Trey is more uh, sexual type stuff. Okay. And this sir stuff is more, it's more calm and mood type. Like maybe if you chilling, drinking some Hennessy or smoking some weed type stuff. Oh, okay. Can I ask you a question, Rick? I yeah, got to get drunk it, and high to listen to it. <laughs> is it more like a Daniel Caesar type R&B? Uh, like a division, that traditional R&B type stuff? Traditional R&B... I can't really say that. I just, I look at it as more soul. I don't like to use the term neo-soul, but it's it's in that area. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, do we ever go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's have a little fun. I got a question for everybody here. We're going to go around the table. You, you listen to the show. You know how we do. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, uh, what's a movie and a TV show <laughs> that you refer? Fuse to look at, no matter what anybody says about it. 
Let's start this one with. <laughs> let's go this way. Let's start it I with started. Son. All right, let's start it with Son. Only reason I, I say I want to start because this week I just was talking to uh, some guy at my job. Uh-huh. He's about 45. Okay. And he swear but down I should watch Godfather. Okay, wow. I'm not going to watch Godfather. <laughs> and it's like three of them? Yes. Yeah. And it's they are too great. long for me. No homo. <laughs> I got you. They're like three hours. Because I, I told him that uh, my first time I ever watched Scarface was like 2005 or six or something like that. Okay. So he said, man, if you like Scarface, then Godfather, kill it. I'm not watching Godfather. Wow. Period. Well, God- let me say this. Period. Let me say this. Good. Out of all the mafia movies... <laughs> Godfather one and two, yeah. hands down, hey. hands down. Storyline, everything about it. It's like the it's the standard for mafia movies. You're not gonna convince me. <laughs> it took me it took me a minute to watch it. And I'm not I'm not saying that to even convince you. I mean I get it. It's some stuff that I just refuse to watch. But I'm telling you, you missing out on a great, great, great uh, movie. Littles, let's go to you. I'm curious. As far as TV shows, I refuse to watch. Seinfeld, I watched it once, and I was like, hell no. Nah. Wow. It's overrated as hell. Yeah, I agree. It didn't really do anything for me. Not your type of comedy. Nah. I, I feel some, you. I need some laugh out loud. I don't, I don't really want to think when I'm watching TV. I just want to... Right, right, right. I just want right, right. to laugh. You want dumb jokes. Right, right. Lowest common denominator. I like to laugh. I'm fat. I'm already funny. I don't give a So, that's... And uh, I think that's about it. Okay. I just refuse to watch Seinfeld. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Okay. There's a new show on... on um. On NBC, what is it? Uh, this is uh, this is. Us. I refuse to watch it because everybody tells me sh- that's the that show. you're gonna cry. I'm like, why the fuck do I want to cry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I'm in my house by myself, right? Uh, being there crying and no. Everybody do. Yeah. Everybody does say that is like a great show. That's the I show. I refuse to watch that show, man, because I don't. I don't want to spend my nights, my late nights, <laughs> being emotional before right, I right, go to bed. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, waves. I'll let somebody else go. You gonna let somebody yeah. let's go <laughs> Q. So I'ma say I am tired of seeing musical reality shows like American Idol. Oh, what's that okay. come for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Okay, it's it's just too much. Right. Like, right it's right. all the same. Right. Everybody sing. I mean, everybody's gonna get their chance. And I have nothing against, you know, the actual producer or the production of it. I right. just like, sorry, you no just offense. Over it. But the, what is it, the four, final the, four? The four. Yeah. That's the new one, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I, they was like, oh, watch it. Nah, I'm not. Um, <laughs> oh, watch it. Yeah. Um, and I think movie, uh, I ain't a scary movie person. Me neither. So I will sit there. I don't care if it was a date. You can pay for it all you want, but I ain't right. watching. I'm with you on that. I refuse to watch <laughs> horror movies. I'm talking about my head will be down scared? the whole time. It's not even about scared. I just don't get horror movies. Yeah. I'm well, gonna get to mine. I'm, I'm wait. scared. I'm a, oh, you scared? Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't like to be. I don't like to be like suspense. I don't want to. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I want to be able to control my own fear. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. In a movie, somebody else made. Exactly. Oh, but right. the like the bloody, the guts, the, right. the ripping the heart out and eating. Yeah, it's nope. too much. I'm with you on I'll that. I'll pass. <laughs> Scotty, what about you? Uh, movie and TV show. Yeah, um, you could do one or the other or both. 
a, a TV show I refuse to watch to anything that start with The Real Housewives of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching any of that. A uh, movie I refuse to watch, but I got a long list. I refuse to watch The Blind Side. I refuse to watch The Help. I refuse to watch uh, the, the, the Legend of Bag of Vans. I refuse to watch The the Green Mile, big old dumb magical Negro walk. Hey, that around. was a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> the Green Mile was a good movie. I like Green Mile, too. I'm not watching. I'm, I feel you. So basically, you don't I'm like, already angry. You don't like the movies when uh, the white people come say the black I don't. Folk. I don't, I don't want to see I the white say I definitely feel you on that, though. <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. Like, I've uh-uh. never seen Roots. I'm not mad. Me neither. Me neither. I've really never mad. seen it in its entirety. I've seen bits and I pieces. i never seen it I'm with at you all. on that. I'm with wow. you on that. Wow. I'm with you on that, though. Rip? Other than This Is Us, I don't really have... I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch any movie. Okay. Because I think it's always interesting information in movies, so I'll watch anything. Gotcha. But gotcha. This Is Us, I can't do it. Anything. Gotcha. All right. Any movie, Rip? <laughs> I refuse to Same watch time. any movie that has Oprah Winfrey in it. Wow. <laughs> Not that I have anything against Oprah Winfrey. I actually love Oprah Winfrey. I love everything she means to the culture. I love that she has become the success that she has become. I don't understand why people rag on Oprah like they do. But when it comes to movies, I do not want to see Oprah. Because it seems like every movie that <laughs> Oprah is in, it has something to do with some type of slavery or, or oppression. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. see Bruce. What's the movie? Bruce the Place? Bruce or, place? I don't want to yep. see that. I've never watched it. I, I hate Color Purple. <laughs> hate it with a passion. Hated it. <laughs> hate Color Purple and anything. If a movie come on my TV that's coming out and Oprah's in it, I refuse to watch I ain't seen The Butler. I ain't seen none of that. I don't, need, I don't even think I want to watch a movie that she's involved in at this point. I just don't. I just can't get with it. As far as TV, I'm with Scott. Anything that has uh, real housewife, love, and hip-hop, or anything that has a bunch of black folk fighting and black women fighting for no reason, I'm not interested. I refuse to So anything to watch on it. VH1? Basically. Pretty much. And there's <laughs> one Bravo. other honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> not honorable dimension, but honorable mention. <laughs> Uh, for first forty-eight. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My ex-wife used to watch first forty-eight like it was the Martin sitcom. <laughs> oh. I'm like, how much of seeing people get killed and locked up can you take every night? And it was so bad she would DVR. I'm like, who DVRs? First 48. <laughs> that was the show, though. No, I refuse. And I've seen show. more than I wanted to see because at the time, it was, you know, my wife at the time. And once that was over, I was like, now that I'm divorced, I will never, <laughs> ever watch <laughs> First 48 ever again. And I also lost all my DVDs of the seasons of Martins in the divorce. But that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to just watch it just to, to see how long it takes somebody to snitch. About 48 oh, seconds. Oh, yeah, true. They, true. they be the hardest criminal ever, and they start putting them football numbers towards yeah. you. They be like, that nigga did it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the joke Mike Epps tell where he says uh, they be in there going to bat like I'm not talking I'm not talking next thing you know they go to commercial come back he got red lobster in front of him <laughs> and he telling everything <laughs> and we gonna get into this Kim K thing cause we got a uh, uh, yeah we got we got a lady in the house and I definitely want to hear her opinion on this so the so the social media and the internet was in an uproar because Kim K got some braids in her hair yeah and she was and she posted. Naked pictures on her Instagram and didn't get flagged and they didn't take her pictures down. Yeah. Q, talk to me. How do you feel about that? Okay, so she actually, when she did that, mm-hmm. so I was watching TMZ when 
Okay. This happened. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And I'm just like, okay, she got the braids in, and then she kind of referenced this uh, white, I don't know if she was a model. Mm-hmm. or Bo- she, Bo- 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 Dirt. Dirt. Yeah, she's yes. white. Yeah. She, um, she had braids in her hair. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm laughing. Cause I'm just like I'm just, I'm tired at this point. Right, right, right it's, right. it's like it is what it is to, but I can't say it is what it is in a, in a in a way where it it's just irritating me. So mm-hmm. it's like I really don't have really much to say about Kim K. I mean Kim K. Because Kim K. Is just based off of her name and what she did, like. The royalty in that is just her and what she did. Mm-hmm. It's not based off of anything else. So it's like I really don't want to even talk about Kim K. Because <laughs> I, I mean you. that's just me. I feel um, you. It's just not even my cup of tea. I so I rather just move forward to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> Littles, what do you feel about it? <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> as far as the hair, I don't have a problem with it because that's that's pretty much an iconic look from a movie from like the '70s. Okay. The Bo Derek movie called Ten. Okay. She comes off the beach. She's in. The islands, and she got her hair braided. That's what she was going out there. And um, I don't. I think black people need to stop that shit with the hair. And you I can't. Agree. You can't have this. You not black. You can't do this because you ain't black. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right, 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 right. But and black, but black people, but black, black girls wear that straight long all the way down their butt crack say that. head. You beat me to it. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's right, like. Right. And trust me, I've, I've done hair. I've done tattoos. Trust me, my resume goes far on the things that I've done. But what I'm trying to say is that it's always something. Oh, put this 22 inch, 24. Brazilian. Oh, I need it big, Brazilian. <laughs> oh, and I need it Bohemian. And I need. And they put like three bundles, four, five, six bundles in the head. And you know, really, come on. And it, it, like I said, it's always the image. So it's it's always going to be that. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> and as far as the pictures. You can't really be mad at that because that's where she came from. Right. She came up over that. She's just keeping her name out there. If you notice, if you're on social media a lot, whenever something big has happened, that's when she strikes. Wow. When somebody's talking about something else big, Kim is like, oh, I'm going to drop this on the timeline and shut that all down. Mm. And then when people have a problem with it, you know what she did? She dropped more pictures. Wow. When so you, you think it's strategic. Yeah, of course. Every, everything that family does is run by the puppet master, her mom. Mm. She, she pimps them all out. In wow. one way or another. She's yeah. the mastermind. She and then paid. the, the dude that paid. She Kim, post shit. Right. Kim posted this picture of her with blonde hair or whatever. And then Paris came back and did a reenactment pretty much just like her. That's kind of so, weird. I mean, I'm t- did you see that? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, just like, what? Like 10 people did that. That was yeah. um, what people that don't know. That's all Kanye. That's for his fashion line. Because uh-huh. he's using Kim as inspiration for this season six of his Yeezy line. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he has like 12 Instagram famous models and a couple of people you may know dress exactly like Kim yeah. and do things that she did last year to look like Kim. Mm-hmm. It's all strategic mm-hmm. by that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I was about to say, so, uh, I mean, she can't pay for it. I think, um, I think they blew that shit out of, out of context. Well, they like, always do. Yeah, as um, usual. Because it's like she didn't disrespect nobody. She just basically put a title from a movie, started had the same type of hair that she got now. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? But I guess since it's braids, <laughs> it's it's a black thing. But I, I was gonna say she Q took it took the words out of my mouth. It amazes me. Y'all know my take. I think black folks spend too much time worrying about the wrong stuff. But yeah. it amazes me as much weave <laughs> as black folk buy. <laughs> 
to look like they buy all of it, brother. All of it. They <laughs> run the weave. Be like two thousand, three thousand. Exactly. Walk I'm in like, the store and say, "Give me all the weave." I'm like, I got a pickup truck in the back. Not the not the queens of somebody else's hair. Gonna talk mm. about somebody's braids. Braids. We talking about braids. And it was even not a perm. We talking about braids. About it. That's where that, not that's practice. how you know it was <laughs> We talking about practice. I'm like, come on. <laughs> it, it's amazing to me. Rip, talk to me. I'm gonna stick to the braid part for now. Okay. And everybody who's spoke on it so far is right as far as we we putting too much attention on this, and this is exactly why she keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. But just for information's sake, mm-hmm. the braids aren't called Bodirk braids. They're called Fulani braids. And they're from the Fula people in West Africa. Uh-oh, break so it down. That's just basic information for people who didn't know. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's funny that... Let me ask you a quick question before you mm-hmm. go. Do you think Kim K knows that? No, she definitely don't know okay. that. Go ahead. And... There will always be a double standard when white people appropriate our culture as to when we do it, it, it was difficult for years for uh, black people to have uh, dreads and stuff working mm-hmm. in in business professional arenas. But it's okay, you know, for white people to do it. The way it braids and all that other stuff. And even in pop culture or whatever, you know, that there will always be that double standard. We just, <laughs> even, I wanted to stick to the braids, but I got, it just, you can't help but, even with the the new picture and the the butt stuff and, and I'm how never, they, I just want to <laughs> say, I'm never angry at new pictures. <laughs> Listen, if Kim K want to be butt naked on her social media, let her be butt naked. I have no problem with it. And that's and that's why we shouldn't even that's why we shouldn't even give it the attention that Indeed. we're giving it. We should just let her look stupid. It should just be that. We shouldn't even give it no type of attention. The more and more attention that we give it, the more and more she gonna keep doing it, the more and more she gonna make more mon- money off of it. But you know who's who's her biggest followers? Black folk. Black yeah, black people. Black and that's what's that's what's <laughs> That's the double standard about it as well. That's the irony of it. It's yeah. like your <laughs> yeah. her whole movement is because of black folk, and it's 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 amazing. One minute, <laughs> one minute before she before she posted these pictures, she'll post just a random picture in a bathing suit or something. Then you got certain chicks, black chicks or whatever, putting heart pictures on comments under there or firing all this other stuff. But soon as she does something like this. Then they have a problem Tabloids. with it. Well, it's still it's still a divide because the ones that have a problem with, it, I guarantee you, is more so the I'm gonna call them the conscious uh, community of black folk because her following ain't gonna have no problem with her wearing braids. They don't care what she do. It's the ones that's anti Kim K that I'm sure that's those were the people that but headed up the, the movement. Some of the <laughs> me and you been passing stuff along about uh delicious yeah and delicious she's been one of the the biggest people on instagram lately that's been talking about how you know it's okay for kim to do something like this but as soon as a a black person does it i do it or something our pictures get taken off or it's it's considered ugly or nasty or 
uh, X-rated. Yeah. But as soon as they do it, it's art and yeah. all this other yeah. stuff. That is very true. Yeah. But but what I say to that too, and then I'm gonna pass it to somebody else because I feel like I'm I'm taking up too much time. But people in in and I I don't I don't have no problem with delicious. Delicious, keep posting all the pictures <laughs> you want. Post. But listen, when people have these problems with uh uh. This, so Delicious has the issue with Kim K and her. You in a position now where you have some influence, you have some money. Won't you start your own version of an Instagram? Or won't we start our own version of Instagram where if you want to do whatever it is you want to do, you don't have to worry about somebody coming along and taking your pictures down because now you own the platform. One day... I have a dream. I'm going to take a line from Martin Luther King. Oh. I have a dream that one day all the stuff that we have a problem about as a community, we set out and we do our own thing. NBA players, if you don't like how owners are running the team, take your money, put your money together, and start your own league. <laughs> the triple Bs. If you don't... <laughs> and look, but look, but look that's, that's a good point. Look how we act about that. We, we, we think LeVar Ball is a lunatic, but he's doing what we should always set out to do as a community. We got to stop crying about Grammys. We got to stop crying about the Instagram timelines we, and start creating our own everything. And then when we create our own everything, we don't have to worry about it. We spend Am I too, right or wrong? You're right. We spend mm -hmm. too. A lot of black people spend too much time. Like I always say, this we always trying to keep up with the Joneses, and those Joneses is the white people. Yes. We spend too much time trying to impress them, be like them, yeah. imitate them, whatever you want to call it. We spend too much time trying to be where they are instead of doing our own thing. Let us can make I, let let us make an app that's similar to Instagram and watch how many people join. Can it. I say something about this? <laughs> Nobody. I can care less about her posting pictures. I just want to know, do her mother have an IG so I can <laughs> hope she posts some news, man? <laughs> like, do she got IG? Nah, seriously, do her mother have an IG? Yeah, I have I think no she idea. Does. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they, I think they all do. Do she post nudes? I, 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 I wouldn't know, know. Uh, Okay. I'm going to follow her mother. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow Chris. I'm going to follow her mother. Chris Jenner, that is funny. But she like guys that dress up like women. So I do that for her one night. But wow. no, when I was seeing all that, when I was seeing the stuff boy. with with Delicious and all that other stuff, I was just thinking like, you brought up the Iris and John was thinking like, man, we sitting here talking about ass and titties. Yep. That's what not we've come building to. the community. That's what we've come to. Not getting the better, better mental health. Yeah. Pulling our money together. We talking about ass and titties. It's a sad state of affairs, brother. At the end of the day, ass and titties. That's how that's how they make their money, though. That's, yeah. No, no, that's, no doubt. We're yeah. not knocking that. I'm, what we saying is, we saying black folk get too caught up in that's that's her groove. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't like her groove, then you create a groove. And for people to have, you know a, what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. But see, it's like this, you know. Everybody been off the A and T for years. If you go back, Luke, come on out. It's just that mm -hmm. it's it, it wasn't fake then. Mm. It was all real. Mm -hmm. Now it's like prosthetic, fake, mm -hmm. whatever you, you want to do with it. Take my stomach, <laughs> put it in my butt, like all that good stuff. <laughs> like that's what it is. But it's like I say, it's gonna grow and then grow and then grow. And then you know we gonna have men. That's gonna be dressed like women that you never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. And out you, there. And you know what's funny about this plastic <laughs> surgery thing that you bring it up? 
yo, is it me or are females starting to look alike? It's like yeah. absolutely. They only yeah. can make like three faces. I want to get that bodies. Kim butt. <laughs> I want yeah. Kim butt. It's like everybody looks the same in <laughs> same the face, face and same lace shape, front. same that. hair. I've, I, I saw a picture of some chick <laughs> that came on my timeline. <laughs> And for the life of me, I thought it was uh, what's the what's the Black chick? China. No, what's the chick with the long tongue used to do porn? Uh, dang, I, I wouldn't know. You talking about? You wouldn't uh, know. Dang, you know what a cake is? Cakey. Yeah, cakey, cakey. But it wasn't her. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this chick looked just like cakey. Yeah. I'm like, that's spooky. When y'all when when y'all doing so much plastic surgery that all y'all look the same, that's spooky. Man. Scott, you ain't say nothing. Talk to us. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> look, man. I was shocked and surprised when I heard Kim Kardashian was accused of cultural appropriation. <laughs> I was like, what? You saw what? Kim Kardashian? Right. This, this can't be true. Look, man. Black folks wake up every few months. The Kardashian do the Kardashians do this. Right. Not it was is the, before this it was with the t-shirts yep. with Biggie the and Pop. We talked yes. about that. Yeah, Kim K did a photo shoot before where she was basically in dark skin and she mm-hmm. came out and was like, "Oh no, my makeup artist just messed up my toner. No, guys, I right, wasn't right, doing right, blackface. Right. No, right. they running around. They were rappers <laughs> and ball players, and they know what they, they do. look. Yeah, one thing the Kardashians know very well is how to hustle black people. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Let me tell you something. The pe- Kim Kardashian and the people around Kim Kardashian when it comes to show social media. Ain't not stupid. They did this because they know it was gonna. They knew it was gonna get a buzz. Mm-hmm. They knew it mm-hmm. was gonna trend. Mm-hmm. They knew people was gonna talk <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. Look, when is the last time a mainstream media outlet gave a damn about a black woman's hair? Let's just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. give a damn yeah. about a black woman's hair. That's true. But they do care about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's just it's 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 for attention. Man, I swear the Kardashians it are the makers of the Matrix. Huh? <laughs> I swear to you. Th- why you say that? Because <laughs> just like Scott said, they control everything when it comes to mm. black people. Mm. That's and interesting. You touched on something I, I, that was very interesting to me, John. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and you were right. Um, a lot of black women do follow Kim Kardashian, and they do follow like her posts, put little hots, whatever the hell they do on that shit. <laughs> and the sad thing about it is a lot of these black women wish they looked like Kim Kardashian. Mm. They want her. They want to look just like her. Mm. <laughs> they yeah, that, that's why they love her yeah. so much. And with mm. the delicious thing, this is the last time I'm going to talk about delicious. Delicious <laughs> can not, sing her <laughs> ass delicious. off. Yeah, she can. Like, she's talented as hell, but she worrying about ass and titties. <laughs> it's just, it, it yeah. boggles my mind. Yeah, but y'all going to leave the delicious. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, and this is way, this is going to be off topic. Before. I just want to talk to all the viewers out there Parents, stop posting your little girls' kids twerking. It yeah. pisses me the fuck. <laughs> I agree. Excuse my French. Oh, I'm worry. talking we're, about we're they twerking, <laughs> right. they twerking, 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 and then you posting it, and you thinking. My thing is, you don't block it. It's never blocked. Mm. Like, but you'll block a black girl doing this and doing that, but you won't block. You won't block a daggone little. Little two-year-old twerking, like mm. showing her butt and everything. Like it disgraces. Come on, but for it's, real. It's like it's like, like you said, ass and titties have taken over the world. Even and for it's the, like even for the little one, <laughs> even for the look. But it's like it, you know, everybody think that's the meal ticket now. Shake my ass. And they just they I, just want the attention for the comics and the lights, man. I bet it's a problem that's for crazy. black people. I I refuse to believe it's anything other. At this point, the, our mental health is effed up. No doubt. 
No doubt. And we is, our mental health is so effed up. That's why we so caught up. Simple as that. That's Can true. I speak? Go ahead. Two quick points. Uh, Scott just said the Kardashians know how to hustle some black folks. What do you say to those black folks? It's a 50-50 thing. They not just out there snatching niggas. Right, right. <laughs> like, come here, niggas. Speak on that part. You got hey, you to say something about the black folks, Scott. No pro- hey, look. We got bigger problems than to worry about what the Kardashians is out here doing. Facts. Um, look, Facts. I And I agree with you. Um, I don't... Look, I don't blame the Kardashians for doing what they doing. Hey. I'm blaming... Are people for getting so caught, caught up, up in it? In it. Right. Let me tell you something. Right. If you really hated Kim Kardashian the way you say you did, if you stop paying Kim Kardashian attention, she go away. Yeah, she, she, she not a model. Yeah. She don't act. Yeah. She don't sing. Yeah. You don't have to buy her makeup or her handbags or whatever the hell she promoting. Yeah. You don't have to watch her TV show. Yeah. If you really hated her, you could make her go away. Because yeah. stop paying her attention. You don't have to see her on social media. You don't you have to. So yeah, exactly. so yeah, let me be clear. I say the same thing about Donald Trump. I'm not mad at Donald Trump. I'm looking at the people who voted for him. Right. I'm not mad at the Kardashians. I'm looking at the people that's paying them all this attention. Right. Yeah. Right. Because case in point, I would have known the girl had braids in her head if it wasn't for all the black folk that reposted it to make a comment <laughs> about how she got the braids in her head. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, didn't, I, I don't, don't follow, I don't Kim, follow K, Kim K. Yeah, and I, the shit was just like the hottest now, I topic do follow on... Delicious. Uh, <laughs> and, and, point two, and point two about Delicious. Delicious, can, she can complain all she want, but she ain't Kim Kardashian. Kim can get away with that. She got like a hundred million followers. She might have a little pull on Instagram, a little bit more than Delicious. Kim she Kardashian might, definitely has the leverage to get away yeah. with it. Mm. You can't be, you can't be a, a not disrespecting Delicious. You can't be a seventh or eighth man off the bench talking about the NBA All Star mm. and what they get away with. Exactly. LeBron gonna, gonna get some calls that, that, <laughs> that you ain't gonna get. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Exactly. That's a good point. But and leave I'm, Delicious and I'm, alone. And that's enough. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop jumping on Delicious. She's she just trying to get a dollar with the booty and the titties. That's it. You part of that dollar. Huh? You part of that dollar. All right. I'm not giving her nothing. <laughs> you part of it. Let's be clear. If you follow, you a part. I don't follow. That's the thing. I don't follow, but when she come across my timeline <laughs> in that, uh, what's the what's the little section on Instagram where you hit the magnifying glass? Oh, the search. When she come oh, up in that, because Rip, Rip don't like the picture, she come up in my... <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow her, but good lord, that woman there. Okay, why no man wants to marry you? I came across a clip, and this is a female telling other females why men will not marry them. Am that. I saying that right? Yeah, she's uh, that came out a while ago. She's on Instagram. Her her name is uh, Goddard, uh, six foot goddess or goddess six foot or something. Okay, said, black woman, white woman. She on yeah. Facebook too. Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. You gonna play the clip? Yeah, let me pull it up. All right, I'm ready for you when you get ready. It's the You and You podcast. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music. So everybody Beyond is going Pod, in. Uh, Player FM, and there's a new one. The new uh, one. What was that podcast addict? Podcast yeah, addict or something like that. Okay, let's go to the clip. All right. So everybody is going in on Sierra for her saying that in order to get a good husband, you gotta level up. And I'm just trying to figure out. What's the problem and where's the lie? Oh, y'all don't want to hear that. And I think that there's a lot of good sisters out there. And the truth is, the reason why you can't find a good man is because he still smell that dog-ass nigga on you. Mm. And what I mean by that is, we speak about women's intuition and ignore the fact that men have intuition too. 
And men who are ready to be husbands, fathers, protectors, providers, they know their worth. And if you think for a second that he is going to seriously waste his time on you, invest in you in any kind of way, when he smell that other nigga on you, Ooh. that nigga that you waiting to act right, you crazy as hell. It does not work like that. Good men ain't playing them games with your ass. Because why should he? And that's why. So you can get mad or you can level up. Level up. Y'all better level up. Hey, first of all, wash your ass. You shouldn't be smelling like another nigga. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she dropped a, 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 a whammy on us. I'm going to start this one with Q because I'm curious uh, what she felt about what was just said. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't agree with all of that. Okay. Um, so uh, I can't piggyback from nothing that she said. Because mm. I, I really, I just really don't agree about, you know, they smelling something. Because it's insecurities throughout the whole entire board. My mm. thing is, if you have a good man, trust me. Oh, well, if, if there's a good man out there, they scoping. They scoping for a good woman. It's not about the. It's not about what you smell. It's like they scoping. It's like a resume. But my thing is, I, I'm about to go. I, I was like, I really don't want to go deep into this conversation. But it's like, I get so flustered about women bashing men, men bashing women, mm -hmm. and it's it's not really that. It's it's more like okay, prime example. Um, if I'm out and I see a guy, I'll be like, okay. I may be interested in him. He may be interested in me, but it could be an insecurity thing. Mm -hmm. You you don't want to step out there because oh I've been hurt. I could be a good man, but oh I've been hurt. So it, it doesn't apply to just you know oh you're not being married by a, a good man because of this down the third. Mm. It's bogus. Like I I really I really believe that there's every there's somebody out there for everybody. Mm. Um and I and I truly believe that to the bottom of my heart, but. I don't agree with her comment. Um, I don't know. I got kind of flustered just listening to it. You cool? Wait, talk <laughs> to me. Um, I mean, we could piggyback. This can go uh, from a lot that we talked about in the past before. Like, you know if a woman is only focused on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could tell, like, how we were talking before, they got their starting five. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got mm -hmm. the one nigga that you just waiting for to do right, blah, blah, and all that stuff. So um, I would say I, I kind of agree, but then Q makes a good point. It could go both ways where a man could be insecure about himself, where he's scared to go forward because he don't want to get hurt or something mm. like that. But um, I would say... Uh, Damn, I just lost my train of thought just that quick. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, All right, Rip, go ahead. Uh, I guess so far what's being said is the older I get, and I agree with what what everybody's probably going to say about it because that's just the beauty of life. <laughs> you just don't know what somebody is going through, what they're thinking, mm -hmm. what insecurities they have, or how you know what negative baggage that they're bringing into the relationship, what negative thoughts they having with a person, who they're comparing the person to, et cetera, et cetera. It just, you, it's just so many elements to it. You just don't know. It's yeah. just, you just have to, I know this is cliche. You just got to take it one day at a time because you just don't yeah, know. Yeah, you never prepare for what you get into. You it's always going to be something new. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot of people don't even take risks. I mean, my thing is, 
if you don't take the risk, you're never gonna know what the heck is gonna happen. Take yeah. the risk, and if it, it and it's if just, and if things don't work out, move the heck. Just on. be a learning right, experience. Right, right. Yeah. You can just learn from it. It learn ain't nothing you can be then, down yeah, on. And right. process, and exactly. Process it. Yeah. Learn to take more L's and the stop, L's stop, are learning. Stop bashing. Stop bashing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's it's, it's learning to take that. more L's yeah. and the L is learning. Yeah, yeah, learning. Yeah, yeah. That's what she's saying. Go ahead, son. Um. So, she said a lot in the video, but my question is, is she married? Mm. You know, like because I'm not gonna take advice from a person that's not even married. Wow. Like, how could you say, "Hey, this is why you married. This is why you not." Da, 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 and you ain't even got a ring on. Good point. That's basically what I heard. And if, if she ain't say, "Hey, this is how I got my husband," sound a little bitter. Yeah, that's what she sound like. Hey, this is how I got my husband. So this is how you do it. Uh-huh. I did this. I did that. But in, th- in her comments, I mean, but like I said, I've, I've heard her. But she she comments on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But that thing is, she, she always is talking about. Oh, the reason why you don't have a man, or the reason why this, and I'm just like, eh, whatever. All right, so do she even have a man? Swipe left. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> do you have a man? <laughs> right. I yeah, feel you. Man, that's I, I, I feel you, Littles. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is no such thing as as one glove fits all um, right. relationship advice. Exactly. Um, it's all circumstantial. Um, I listened to what the sister said. I I feel like she gave um good sisterly advice. It may not it, obviously it's not going to fit everybody's situation. Yeah. Right. But um you know, some things in life can be a tough pill to swallow. And um I feel like for a woman or well, we talking about women. I, I, let's break it down. For a woman or a man, if you're looking to get married, the first thing you have to ask yourself is am I marriage material? Exactly. Mm. Am am I someone <laughs> that would make a good spouse? Right. Or am I a monster? Do I have all types <laughs> of raggedy baggage? <laughs> can I control this weapon of mass destruction I call a mouth? Right. Can I can I stay quiet? Right. Can I can I control myself? Right. If if that don't fit you, then maybe you're not ready to get married. Yep. I mean, everybody has to take an all seriousness before you settle down, before you get in a serious relationship, man or woman. You, you have to look in the mirror and you have to have a long, hard conversation with yourself. Right. I agree life. with that, yeah. yeah you, you know, mm-hmm. am I ready to do this? Right. Yeah. And, you know, take I, it from there. Yeah, I think one thing that uh, a lot of times we do as people, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself, we tend to put more uh, focus on the other person instead of, you know, dealing with file self-awareness mm. and the mm-hmm. things that we need to fix. Good we point. put... Uh, too much uh, of our happiness or any type of any type of positivity in our lives on another person instead of focusing on it ourselves. So I think that's one thing that we need to pay more attention to our self awareness and you know worrying about you know fixing things for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can't be demanding. In a, in a relationship to the point where it's like you're going to sit down with somebody interested in and say, okay, I need you to do this, 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 mm-hmm. and this, but I'm perfect. Yeah. So as soon as you get all this together, then then we can make and it And a lot man. of times that's how it goes and that's the problem. And yeah. let, me, let me break down a couple things real quick. One thing about what she said, we got to get out of this mindset that everybody's looking for merch because everybody ain't looking for that. That's true. That's true. That's the first thing. So her these generalized statements and like like we've been using the word uh, things are circumstantial. Every everybody's situation is going to be different. So uh, maybe these women don't want to get married. Maybe these women like 
juggling multiple men and vice versa. Maybe these guys like juggling multiple women. That's the first thing we got to establish. What I say to that, though, is as adults, we have to give people the opportunity to make adult decisions for themselves. Don't make a decision for me. What I'm meaning by that is that if your intentions are to deal with multiple females, you need to let those multiple females know that. That's where we mess up. I'm going to speak from guys because I only can speak from a guy's perspective. Most guys screw up because they don't let things be known up front. They try to play one and only with five different females. Exactly. And then when you get caught up, you got this big mess and it's all oh, women crazy, women are tripping. No, you're crazy and you're tripping because all you had to do was say, look, I just want to hang out and I want to have fun. And the ones that just want to hang out and want to have fun will just hang out and want to have fun. And the ones that don't is going to go on about their business and you will never have no problem. I'm a living witness. I tell females straight up, if I'm looking for a relationship, that's what I'm looking for. If I'm not, I'm like, look, Charlie, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. You know, we're going to do what we do. If you don't want to do that, I understand. Some women are not going to go for that. Some women will. You got to let people make a decision for themselves. The other thing, uh, I'm going to say this politically right away. Females do have the tendency to, uh, I think all females got that one guy in the cut. That's just me personally. <laughs> I agree with you. you. You know, we just talked about this. We don't, we don't, believe, we don't believe you, Q. <laughs> we don't believe it. Sure. Wrong, sure. Bob. Try uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know you're trying to keep the girl cold. We don't believe you, Q. We, we, we don't found y'all out. But my thing is, like, if, like I said, if you don't have nothing to hide, you be real with yourself. It True. really does not matter. Like, I can tell you, I can tell you, I could be up front with you and tell you what the heck is really going on. You going to believe me or not? It's up to you. That's true. That if you going to believe that. Now, it's a lot of people out there that be like, man, nah, I think, I think, I think this person lying. I think this person lying. Actually, they probably telling the truth. So I really don't, I don't really think that applies to all females. But let me, let me go to my other side of that. Now, I'm going to say this again. I personally think females all got somebody in the cut that they waiting to act right. I do feel like that. But the reason why I feel like that, you didn't let me get to that part. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you really, you really want to hear this. The reason why guys feel like that is because... They what, do it. No, it's because of what we're attracted to. Case in point. Most guys are attracted to the girl that they is which is not the girl that they really want to keep around forever. That is true. It, it's that it's that girl that oh, you know what? I wanted to marry you, but I married somebody else. No, what I'm or, saying is I wanted to be with you, but dag, but I'm gonna put you I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put you right here on this hip. But let right. you know that I have somebody else. I got to <laughs> say it. Guys like hoes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to keep a hoe around forever because you know you don't want to marry a hoe. Am I like, fellas, let's be honest. Guys like hoes. Does she always come back? And so what she's speaking about is she's speaking about the hoes. The guy know that she's a hoe. Mm. You, you follow Wait, what I'm yeah, saying? You, yeah, and you so make because, a good point. And so because yeah. the guy, it's the reason why these hoes ain't getting married because they hoes. Mm. Okay. Because once the guy get tired of dealing with hoes, guess what he going to do? <laughs> he going to find that woman that he really want to be with and want to marry. That is how a guy could be messing with somebody for one, two, three, four, five years 
and then turn around and marry somebody in six months. Yeah. Because the one he married in six months is that good, good girl. His best friend. That he knew mm-hmm. this is the one. But I'm gonna go over here and play with these hoes in the mi- right now. So is that why you feel like? So is that why you feel like uh, there's all there's females that's always gonna have that 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 side guy? Uh, I'm, and that's why I say the first thing I say from a male's perspective, uh-huh. this is why we think like this is because we deal with a lot of hoes. <laughs> I, there was a saying in the movie Bronx Tale. It was Sonny talking to to the I forget the the, the younger guy, but he said you only get Collosional. two. You only get two great ones in your life. You only get mm. two great ones. I'm I'm living testimony. I've had two great ones. One I let get away. The second one I'm trying to hold on to as best as I can. <laughs> but you only get two great ones in your life. The rest is like. Whatever. Now, that hoe or whatever might one day grow to be this beautiful butterfly and find her <laughs> night in charming arm. But right now, she hoeing and she dealing with a lot of dudes that like hoes. Dudes are attracted to hoes. We could be, we could not be honest about it. Now, what separates is the ones that's able to, to get the hoes and the ones that, that's not able to get to it. The ones that's not able to get the hoes, they usually settle down a lot quicker. Am I lying? Fellas, y'all mighty quiet. <laughs> y'all might, am I lying? I've seen it in certain situations. Yeah, you right. Most times, the dudes that can't get the hoes settle down a lot earlier than the ones look, that got a lot of hoes. Look, there's a, a reason women that are labeled as hoes are never lonely. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's a reason. Yeah, because that's, that's what guys they, like. They don't have a problem getting men, brother. Yes, like, not hey, at all. I got beef with you, John. Go right ahead. Now. Go ahead. You gonna say the one that don't get the hoes settled down quicker? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I settled down at twenty six, though. Like, but that's but twenty six. Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay, all right, I'm good. good. Okay, all right. You can do a lot between eighteen and twenty six. Right, I was years getting hoes back then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my point? He wanna he wanna ban him for getting hoes. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I just feel like Mr. Mr. Slay over here knew what he wanted. That's how I feel. Yeah, uh, we all know. We all know. And when that person come along, we do one or two things. We bag him. Or we, we 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 try to keep them on ice as long as we can, and then when we feel like yeah. they're totally slipping away, yeah. then we get right. I think mm-hmm. it's like you try yeah. to have your fun before you get serious with it, where you can't have that fun. But no you more. know who that one is. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. The, the the chance that you're taking is playing so long that the the one Could gets leave. away. So you you basically it's like if you that's feel, when you at the yeah, job crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're, you're the one. You know what I'm that's yeah. that's when that comes in because you're trying to play as long as you can up to that. Until I still, she be I still like, kind of got it. her at bay. I still yeah. got And then when she say, "Nigga, I'm done," or you see her with that other dude, always, then you yeah. start acting right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't call my phone, I'm, babe. I'm changing my number. I don't, I, don't, I don't love these hoes. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is, dudes are attracted to hoes, and until they get over the hoes, they're not gonna settle down. Yeah. They're not going to settle down. That's right. That's right. All right. Last one. Is monogamy overrated? We can do this one quick. No. It's not over. Talk to me. Why not? It's not. Why um, it's not overrated? I believe in it. You believe in it. Okay. I do. Now, you um, do know, so we learned on one of our shows that polygamy is older than monogamy. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about monogamy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I believe in I believe in... One person mm-hmm. should be with one person. Mm. Um, I abide by that every day. And y'all know me. <laughs> Everybody that knows me knows that. Mm-hmm. I will preach this to the to the end of the world. Like, I don't believe in um, multiple partners. I don't believe in 
having another person on the side. Mm -hmm. I'm up front. I'm definitely up front. And um, I just feel like all of that is just like you're trying to, if, if you're not ready, mm -hmm. then don't come. That's right. That's if you're right. not ready, then don't come. And if you are, be prepared. Because it's either you gonna you're gonna be all in, be all in. That's right. Don't don't sit up there and be worried about the what ifs. Take it, whatever it is, take it, take one for the team. Yep. Don't worry about everybody else. Um, like I say, I like I, I love love. Mm. So whoever is with that person that they with for the rest of their life, be with that person for the rest of their life. Cause trust me, you when 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 your kid's gone or whoever gone. Who you gonna be with? That's right. Who gonna ride and die for you? That's right. That one person is gonna ride and die, not the multiples, yeah. but just that one. Because remember, we was talking about far as you know the merge or what? Just to piggyback from you know having the hoes and this mm -hmm. and the third. That person gonna be gone. Oh, they was there for you, but I'm talking about this person rode for you right. through whatever. I'm talking about through whatever. Even the hustlers, even the ones that's trapping. You got that one chick that just that just just. Stuck, that stuck that stuck through whatever you've been locked up whatever it doesn't matter so what i'm saying is just stick with that one person because trust me it's a lot of stuff out here diseases yeah. oh it's real yeah. i mean you don't never know what you got and then you be like oh well i didn't know my thing is you knew what you was getting yourself into when you stepped outside Indeed. stay yourself inside stay in the box don't go outside the box Indeed. i think i don't think it's overrated i believe in um I definitely believe in chivalry is never dead. I think men should be men, women should be women. I never thought that back then, though, mm. because I was so like, nah, I don't need, I really, I need you, but I don't need you. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the independent thing. Yeah, like that's the independent mm -hmm. thing. I need you, but I don't need you. I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to do that. But then I just, I, as I got older, I'm looking like, yeah, I want you to. Yeah. Because I got you in the long run. Yeah, I want you to take out trash. Or I want you to do this. Yeah. Or I want you to fix something. I don't want you to fix it later. I want you to fix it now. Right, right, because right. guess what? I'm going to be the one that's going to cook, that's clean, to make sure that you're taken care of, make sure that everything is done. Like, I, I, I'm I, I'm of the old generation just based off of my, my mom and just how she was. I could tell you um, old school. Huh? I could tell you old school. <laughs> um, so I, I just believe in that. Like I said, all these people that's out here that's young, watch yourself. Watch your body. Trust me. You don't want none of the stuff that's out here. So stay with the person that you trust. Because yeah. if you don't trust them, move on. You, and you be the woman, I be the man. Because when somebody come in that front door with the machine guns, mm -hmm. I'm the one got to go down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I be on the backup. I be on the backup. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come out with this pan and just hit you on the head. Right. But Talk to us, Wade. <laughs> um, I'm going to let somebody else go real quick. Go ahead, Rip. Y'all fall asleep somebody on me. Somebody else can go. Oh, goodness. What? Scott? What's the question again? <laughs> is monogamy, is monogamy overrated? overrated? Yep, sure is. <laughs> Son, <laughs> Let me explain. Okay, Hold go on. ahead. I ain't going to leave right there. Is okay. monogamy overrated? Yes, it's overrated. But it's necessary. Ah. Why is monogamy necessary? Because if you're in a monogamous relationship, you have a stable household. Yeah. If you have a stable household, you have a stable, life? You have a stable family. Mm -hmm. And you, you need a stable family in order to to move forward and, and and stabilize the community, why is it overrated? Let's just stick with. Look, first of all, there's plenty of people out here nowadays um, that are in open relationships and everything is fine. That's what they choose to do. They grown mm -hmm. folks. They done sat down and said, "This is what we're going to do." Mm -hmm. um, there's plenty of people. Look, for thousands, I said this before, for thousands of years in, in other cultures, 
not just in the past, but right now, there's people with multiple wives, mm -hmm. and they make it work mm -hmm. because that's what they decided. This is how we're going to live. Here's where things break down. In America, the law of the land is you can only have one wife. So guess what people do? They lie. <laughs> they cheat. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Wow. You don't want to be upfront with somebody and be like, I like you, but I'm a, we can be together, but I'm also going to do my thing on the side of these other folks. A lot of people not built to just be straight up and honest like mm -hmm. that. I, I would say in, in other cultures, they're honest. Mm -hmm. He's going to tell you I'm going to have multiple wives. He's going to tell you I'm going to have multiple women. Mm -hmm. um, and and the op in the open relationship, they're honest. They didn't sit down and decide that this is what we're going to do. Is, is monogamy overrated? Yes, it's overrated, do but you it's believe necessary. In it? Yes. Those things that you yes, talk about? Because I am not designed to handle multiple women. Mm -hmm. I admit that. I'm I'm only built to handle one woman. Mm -hmm. I can't handle multiple women. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Especially as I get older, my I, I don't have the patience. I don't have the uh I don't I, I don't I, I don't like to be juggled. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was younger, you know, I ain't know no bad, I was retarded. But now that I'm older, I'm I'm seasoned, <laughs> I'm wiser. I'm like, yo, I I I don't wanna one woman is enough for me. One is enough, is a handful enough. Somebody asked a question. It's basically off of what um, Scott was saying about mm -hmm. when you have everything, when you stay one like that. If she was like, what if you have all that? Do men still step out? Some sure. men do. Mm -hmm. But do, you, do. But, but and we, so do women. We, yeah, we've talked about it before. It's maturity level, too. Everybody has the ability or, or is capable of stepping out. It's your maturity level. And your choice. Yeah, and your choice that separates you from actually doing it. We all have it in us, male or female. I don't care if females talk all that stuff. There's going to be, it ain't every guy for every female, but there's always going to be some guy that's a little bit more charming than your man. But the maturity level and your morals, like Q talked about earlier, is not going to allow you to step out and do that. Talk to us, son. I'm not going to respond on this. I feel well, you on that. The, and uh, I, I was kind of hesitant <laughs> to ask the married people <laughs> about that. But go ahead, Rip. Yeah. The way that I've always looked at it is that, yeah, uh, monogamy isn't overrated, but the concept of it is mm, overrated. Okay. Explain that. Okay. I mean, it's similar to what Scott said. In America, we have this concept of monogamy being you marry one woman, you get a house, picket fence, mm -hmm. you have these amount of children, you live this life forever. Before you die, you'll sit on the rocking chair on your front porch <laughs> together. Right. <laughs> and that concept is so programmed into our lives that we feel that any person that we meet, that's how that relationship's supposed to go. So if anybody makes you mad, yells at you one day, disagrees with you, maybe cheats on you, whatever, then that whole foundation has been destroyed mm. because it didn't go according to the concept of how a monogamous relationship should go. Mm. And that's one thing that uh, I got caught up into a long time ago. Just not, I don't want to get too deep into my parents' relationship, but seeing how my parents' relationship was as opposed to the concept of monogamy mm. had me totally confused on what's right, what's wrong, what should I do 
and what should I be chasing for? Hmm. Do I believe in monogamy? Yes, I do. I believe it. The older I've gotten and the more that I've learned about love and more so loving yourself, mm-hmm. that being in a monogamous relationship can be absolutely the most beautifulest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Beautifulest, that's the word. But But yeah, I feel like the concept of monogamy is what hurts a lot of people out here. And I see it all the time on social media where people posting stuff about their relationship and people posting videos like the video we just went over, why you not married and all this other right. stuff and how they root, yeah, girl, I believe you and this, yeah, hell yeah, fuck that nigga, all that other right. stuff. <laughs> we too caught up into concepts that we've been programmed to believe in instead of understanding that we are all unique people and that we need to learn who we are first, how to love ourselves, and then in turn, we know how to be in a loving relationship. Right, right. And 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 to sort of piggyback on on what you were saying, um, I I I think monogamy is cool. I just don't think it's for everybody. Yeah. I, case in point, we know for a fact men outnumber women. So that's your first issue right there. It ain't enough men to go around for every woman to have a man. Let's be clear. Now, what what you said is is very powerful. It's this it's this painted picture of what a monogamous or what a relationship is supposed to be. I'll throw this bone out there. What if that picture was never painted for us? What would exactly. what would what would love then represent? Right. Or what would relationships mm-hmm. be? See, we are all a product of you. You used um, earlier of how we raised. We're a product of how we raised. We're a product mm-hmm. of, of what we see. We usually, if you grew up and your parents smoked cigarettes, there's a higher chance that you're gonna smoke, smoke cigarettes. cigarettes. If you grew up in a single family household, there's a higher chance that you're gonna end up with a single family. It's just that's just how it is. We 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 are products of our environment. Right. I want to say I'm not a product of our environment. Not everybody, but but in some ways you are. In no, some so I'm gonna put it to you like this. Okay. Um, so, mom single, single, uh, single mom, mm-hmm. dad, dad, and the thing is, I had to, I had to observe the men around me mm-hmm. to be like, you know what? No, nah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. So you know, putting the foot down, always being that person. Like I've, like I, it's just back, just back when, like in my probably 18, like I already knew what I wanted. I wanted to be married by 25. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have 80,000 by 25. It's like mm-hmm. I had a goal where I wanted to be at that time. And I'm 16, 18 years old thinking these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where I'm getting it from mm-hmm. because I have two different parents on one side. One is, one is they like night and day, night and freaking day. We have saved the earth and hey, <laughs> let's be, let, I don't care. Right, so, right, right. At the end of the day, like I, I don't consider myself part of my environment. I just being aware and just I want to try to uh, instill people to. And, I, and but I, I feel like somewhere along the line, you seen a, a representation of a relationship, and it was something about that that made you say, "I want something similar to that." No, or, it was it was I don't want that. I want this. 
So you're a product of your environment the opposite way. Yes. Mm. You saw something that you didn't want yes. and made. So and you that's, are that's basically what I was saying. Either <laughs> way. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I was basically saying with how I saw my parents' relationship and what the concept was. So I'm saying trying to figure out which one is right, the concept or my parents' relationship. Mm. I see things in their relationship that I definitely don't want to go through Mm -hmm. or experience. But at the same time, I know that the concept might not be for me. So which one am I? I'm sitting here trying to figure out which which direction I'm going to go instead of going my own direction. We out of time, but I want to say this one thing about this whole topic. At the end of the day, I, and I just had to start, sex is what blurs it all. To <laughs> yeah. mm. a degree. Sex is what, case in point. <laughs> we, most relationships end for two reasons, financially or infidelity. Mm. Most times. When I say sex blurs it all, if sex wasn't so prevalent and so such a strong force when it comes to relationships, I think we would have more meaningful relationships. I'll give you another example. Me and my lady had this conversation. She said, she said, I she she said to me, I feel like in my dating scene younger, men seem to be more romantic. Then when I got older and sex was involved, and I said to her, because when you're not sexing, you have to have other things to mm-hmm. be affectionate. You got to put effort in. You got to put effort in. So that's why I say sex blurs it all. Because if it if if sex didn't have such this such stronghold on the the overall, I think we would have way more meaningful relationships. No matter what you like, male, female, two men, two. I think you would have more meaningful relationships. That's just my little when take it, on when it. When it comes to building relationships, the uh, the the draw of sex pretty much just destroys everything. It destroys your perspective. <laughs> it destroys who you should build with. It destroys how many people you're going to be with, yeah. who you should be with, yeah. who's, you know, so who you am had, I sexually so attracted to and who am I so not? So say right. like if you was with somebody and the sex was just terrible, do you just go ahead and quit? Uh, or do you most, go cheat? I mean, most how people, you, how you, most, how most people wouldn't stay in a relationship. Or how much money you make, but your sex is, ah, uh, but your money good. I'm telling you. Most people most don't Most people, <laughs> if the sex is bad, they not staying. The two things that always come up Especially in Especially not early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, and if something, we, you know, we've had this long relationship and then down the line something happened, we can't be, that's a different story. We have built something. But that first five, 10, 15 years, they ain't making it to 10, 15. They ain't making it to five if the sex is bad. So no wooing you. They can't woo you. I ain't if seen it. If the sex bad, I ain't. If <laughs> I ain't the sex that, bad, I ain't I ain't never no. heard nobody say, I love this man when he can't fuck with me. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Because you're going to want that shit from somewhere else. The two things that always come up in a relationship is money and sex. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm that's saying. The main that's, two that's, that's the main two that's things. That's all. It always comes up. Either it's going to make you or it's going to break you. It's going to make you or break Because I've known some people that stay in relationships longer because... The sex is bomb. And they like, man. And I, I can't. know some people with a money bag and the sex is bad. I'm out of here, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just the reality of reality, I guess. You know, it's just one of them things. But it's the you and you podcast. Rip, talk to us. Uh white kids versus black kids when it comes to living at home. All right, it was a post on I think this is Facebook and 
It says white children are allowed to live at home. You smoking me out too. Go to college, (laughs) make mistakes and learn, fall down and get back on their feet with the support of their parents. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a black child has to be an asset financially in order to remain in the household. Mm. Otherwise, you're deemed as useless. Mm. So instead of being able to get ahead, you're stuck doing jobs and things you don't want just to support a household that doesn't support you. Just Just a thought. And pattern that I noticed. Wow. Waves, you want to rock on that first? Um, I agree. Mm. Um, I was in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, after I dealt with some stuff, I moved in with my moms mm-hmm. for a couple years. And it was like, oh, all right, now it's time for you, you know, to get on your own. It's time for you to do whatever you got to do and get up out of my house and blah, blah, blah. So it's like you're forced to become an adult before you're ready to be an adult. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm not mad or nothing like right, that. Right, 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 right. I'm, I in the, I'm in a good situation where I'm at now, so... But I think it's true. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of kids, even white, even when I was working in security, man, they be having, like, BMWs at 16 years old. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, God damn. Like, right, 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 right. You know, but, um, yeah, they do have more support growing up after, you know what I'm saying, they're 18 or 21 to mm-hmm. live at home. Than what I see, at least coming from the hood. Right, that, right, know, right. So. I feel you on that. Uh, Littles, you want to rock on that? Sure. Um, I, I, I disagree because before my niece got adopted by my mother, I was the baby of the family, okay. and I got treated as such. So my mom was like, "You can stay here as long as you want, long as right. you don't get in no trouble," which I never did. She's like, right, long as you do right, you always have a place right here. Right. So that's the way she treated me, and. Looking back on it, it probably hindered me a lot by her allowing me to do that. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I appreciated the hell out of it. Exactly. So that's just my two cents on but, it. But your your situation is slightly different. But do you do you agree or disagree that the mass the vast majority is a total different situation? Oh yeah, I, I definitely agree with uh with that story. Say I'm I'm probably an outlier in that situation right, because right. everybody didn't have it like that. Man. Right. Like I said, I appreciate it. Yeah. And I was sort of the same way. My father always said to me, um, you know, having, well, well, let me get this backdrop. I'm adopted for one. So I've never met my biological mother and father. They could be standing in front of me in a grocery store. I wouldn't know. But my parents, which I don't call my adopted parents, but my parents always, my father always said um, to me and my sisters who are his, you know, blood children that, Y'all are here because I wanted four kids. You know what I'm saying? So as long as, sort of like the same thing, as long as you ain't, you're not doing anything to jeopardize the household, you you here. I'm not going to charge you no rent. I'm not asking you for no money because how can you get yourself together if you're giving your money to me? I want you to take your money and do right with your money so that you can get out my house the right way. You know, and... And it was almost the same way when it came to relationships with my mom. She was like, you know, I'm not going to ever get in who you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you got to be with that person. You got to, you know, that's your thing. So my parents always sort of had a like a figure it out. And as long as you need to figure it out, then you got that, you know, that right. And I do appreciate it. But I agree with the post as well. I don't think that's a, a majority um, thing to happen because I I've had friends and people that are like yo my mom want 
I remember I had a buddy, he had to give his parents $600 a month. And I was like, no, you work at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you just going to work for your parents pretty much. Q, what you feel about it? So um, I kind of disagree on that. Okay. I mean, well, I, I, I agree on the part of, you know, white mm-hmm. households do, what was it? Uh, they like tend to a, be more lenient towards right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think by default, Black people, we're always the people that always seem like, oh, we're going to always do bad. Or it's always a negative mm. thing. And I, I really can't stand that. And then, like, one day I was I was at Iverson Mall. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm waiting for somebody. And I'm looking out the window. And I'm just looking at this this girl. She probably looked like she was about 17. Like, go in on her mom. And mm. I'm just, and it, and it, and it hurts me so bad. Cause I'm just like it's the parenting. Like I wasn't raised that way. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised, I was I was sheltered and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a lot of outings. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't have outlets. So yeah. I tried to work with myself and be my own outlet. Gotcha. Um. So, but I did have a structured family, even though I did not have a mom and a dad together. Wow. Um. But it's just based off of how your family raises you. Right. Um, yeah. If you have a structured family or if you had a stern family, then you'll be you wouldn't be in the situation that she was in. But it's like by default, it's like, OK, I'm going to talk bad about my daughter. I'm going to talk bad about my son. I'm not going to be a good father. I'm not going to be a good mother. It's like by default. And that really that 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 antagonized me to the core mm. every day. And, I and you know, I don't have kids, but I'm just like it, it, it saddens me. Right. And I always try to figure out why. And I can't I can't answer those questions. Mm. But it's like, okay, if say like a prime example, if you was raised this way and then I hang around people that are that way, you gravitate by the by what is in front of you. Right. But instead of taking yourself and shifting yourself to the left and to the right, you can be like, oh, no, no offense, but you can be like that white family. Mm. I just think that we're subject by default to be a certain way. And, you know, we need to stop that. I agree. I agree. Let me ask you a quick question. You say you were sheltered coming up. A lot of people say um, kids that are sheltered, they grow up to be the wild ones. Did you grow up to be one of the wild ones? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was very shy. Okay. I did not have a voice um, because I was a bully. I got bullied. Oh wow. When I was I when that. I was young because I didn't well, I mean, I had the assets, but everything else was the appearance. Like the mm. appearance wasn't there, but I had assets. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, like I was this size at fifteen. Jeez, Louise. So when I when I was fifteen, I looked like I was eighteen. Wow. When I was eighteen, I looked like I was twenty one. Wow. And you know, just things just just grew upon what it did. But mm. um I wasn't a wild one. I was kind of rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Like I became a rebel when I hit 18. Mm. Because I'm just like at this point, you know, what can mom right, right, or right, dad right. say? Right, like right, I'm right. doing me at this yeah. point. Right, right, right. And so like my brother said to my to my mother, uh, when I hit 18, you need to let Q or Kiana do what she needs to do because you done held her down. You can't hold her hand. Right, right, right. But I always wanted to be independent. Like at 13, I wanted a job. So it's like, I didn't care about nothing. I just wanted to see the money. I hear that. So like I said, it just all depends. Like I really wasn't that rebellious. I kind of got out there like probably wilding out probably when I hit my mid-20s. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. Sir, back to the topic. Uh, (laughs) So I agree with the topic. Uh Uh-huh. But I think it's, it's a good and bad thing with the 
white kid and the black kid. Okay, talk to me. Now, the reason I say this is because um, when I was living with my father, mm-hmm. once I graduated, I told my father, man, I'm taking the summer off. Right? <laughs> nah, I did. Seriously. I said, I'm taking the summer off. He said, not in here. You gonna get... <laughs> he said, not in here. You're going to get a job. Right? So he made me get a job. And it wasn't more of a... He was trying... When when I hear a, you got to be responsible when you're a black kid, it, when a parent do that, that helps you in the long run. Mm. If you pay attention to the white kids that are being treated that way, they don't know how to be responsible. So that's why they make more mistakes than a black kid would. They get away with they, everything. That's true. I mean, because yeah, it's this, white privilege. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's white privilege. Right. Say that, say that again, son. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Scott. But nah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think uh, uh, by my father giving me bills, but it, my father didn't give me bit like, hey, you got to pay $600. Right. It was more like he made me pay stuff that I liked, if mm. that makes sense. So if I'm, I'm working at Target, Okay. I'm making a little something. Right. He ain't making me pay a the electric. He right. like, hey, you like to watch TV? Pay the cable. Yeah, pay uh, pay okay. your cell phone bill. Gotcha. That's more of being responsible. That helps you grow. Like, mm-hmm. hey, all right, before I do anything, go buy some shoes, some mm-hmm. whatever. He ain't telling me what to do my money. He's just like, hey, just make sure you're responsible. That, that, that Be- dialogue was right. Yeah. Because if my father did what the white family does, I don't know how it would be right now. Right. Like, yeah. how could you become a provider if you don't know how to, if your parents is the one that's providing for you all the time? And we're not saying it's all white. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm just, but you okay. got to say these disclaimers because oh, oh, yeah, they'll yeah, come yeah, for it. Right. It could be inheritance, saying, too. Yeah, we're not <laughs> yeah, saying it's all uh, white families, yeah, but it's just less likely to happen in a black family. Yes, black I agree with it. Scotty, yes. talk to us. Um, it's all circumstantial. Um, I was definitely in a situation where I was told, even though I didn't pay no bills, even though I didn't buy anything, I, you know, after I graduated from high school, I was told, I was told this is always going to be your home. Right. Stay here as long as you need to. Right. We're going to support you and whatever you want to go out there and do. But I understand some people um, didn't didn't grow up like that. Yeah. But sure. um, as a group, not individually, but as a group, um, white people in America control a vast majority of the wealth. Um, don't quote me. I believe it's over 79%. Mm-hmm. So they're in a better position to where their kids get in trouble or cut up or act a fool. They're in a position where they can literally cut them a check and like, look, you're going to college. Yeah. I'll yeah. pay for it. I'll send you here. <laughs> yeah. um, I got you. A, uh, I talked to my buddy down here. He got you a job. Right, I, I'm going right. to buy you a car. You're going to work for him. Right. So we, we, I mean, we, we hear these stories um, time and time again. Um, true story. Um, uh I ain't gonna name no names. A Caucasian man that I worked with was telling me his life story. And he was basically, look, he was hooked on drugs. He was getting locked up. He was married, got the girl next door pregnant. He ruined Jeez his life, please. this, that, and the third. Guess what his father did? Father wrote a check and sent him to college for four years. Wow. You wanna do today. something with your life? Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, we not in a position to do that, but we definitely, we gotta, we gotta come together as a people and that starts with the people in your own household that's true. if you can't come together as a family um that's just going to condition your kids when they get out in the world if i can't depend on mommy daddy brother and sister i can't depend on none of these negroes yeah, out here yeah how, how many times have y'all done heard like i don't trust you to do this because of my uncle or my brother right. or my sister if they not looking out for me what, what do i expect exactly. from you exactly that um, is so true that'll that, that'll mess a person up so we, we got to come together as a family and we just got to do better man for sure look we love white folks so much do the same thing they do hey, they stick I'm, together we got to stick together too <laughs> i'm with you on that bring us home rip yeah i agree with scott it's it's all circumstantial 
Uh, me and my older brother, we were fortunate enough to have parents that allowed us to live there until we were able to purchase our own homes. Mm. So we never had to worry about going out and renting an apartment or anything like that. Our, we told them what our goal was. Our goal was to buy a house, and we was given the amount of time to do it. We saved our money and, you know, got our homes. Uh what was interesting, just sitting here having this conversation and just thinking about it, I was kind of surprised that my parents even let us do that to an extent. But I kind of understand because of how poor my parents were because mm. they came from the South and they was poor, like poor, poor. And they was like sharecropping when they was kids. <laughs> so... It had me thinking, like, damn, so I'm sound surprised like they ain't... Them, sound like one of them Oprah movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm surprised that they didn't have, you know, kicked us out when we finished high school or while mm. we was in college. Be like, you know, get your own thing. But then at, on the other side, it make me think they didn't want us to have to work as hard as they did. So right. they allowed us certain privileges in order to get certain things that we want. So now just thinking about it. It makes me even more grateful that they did that because thinking back where my mind was when I was 18, yeah. 19, or yeah. 20, I wouldn't have been ready for all that stuff. I would have been right, I'd have been out for a little while, I'd been right back in my parents' house. Yep, like I did. And you know, as you was talking, I was just thinking like when I left initially, when I was, I think I was maybe 19, 20 years old, and I got my first place. Um, that Rip used to always hide sodas under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to bring that up. <laughs> but um, I left because, not because there was pressure for me to leave. I left because there was just certain things I wasn't able to do in my parents' house yeah, that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like have girls come over mm -hmm. and spend the night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, you ain't going to do that up in here. So Because I knew that wasn't an option. I was like... I'm working. I got a little bit of money. I want to get my own place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was to cut up. But like you said, because I wasn't really ready for that, yeah. I ended up having stints where I had to go back home for a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Because I done blew my money or yeah. let my bills get too far behind. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I'm I am glad that I was able to have somewhere to come back to. Yeah. You See, know what I'm saying? I didn't really had that right. issue. I mean, I ha I didn't have like the go back. It's more like no. Um, and it's me and my brother. My brother's the oldest. You know, he's nine years older than me. But I got the stuff where you had to literally. Well, if I wanted to get my driver's license, you better make the money to do it. Mm. Go to school. If you don't get your good grades, you ain't get nothing from me. Right. So I had to I had to work hard to do what I had to do. So, mm. you know, and I, I, I love the crap out my parents because they structured me to just be self-sufficient, even though, you know, the whole stipulation is about the female being independent. But whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. So um, do you consider yourself an independent female? I, I am independent because I, I, it's me. It ain't nobody else but me. I, I have my family to back me up, and I have my friends that are of my family to back you. me up. But far as me being independent, I am independent because I'm here by myself. I'm doing things for myself. Like, I don't ask for much. I just ask you to just just be humble, and everything will fall into play. I feel you. Um, but I didn't have those type of luxuries. Like, whatever it is, I had to work for. Right, right, right. right. So... It is. I mean, like I said, it's, it goes to each his own based off of, mm. you know, that race household. Now, my brother on the other hand, I feel as if my brother had more of opportunity mm. where he was the first um, 
And so he had the opportunity to 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 do whatever it was, but he still had that structure. Mm-hmm. But like, if he wanted a car, oh, he got his car. I didn't get my first car by my family. I had to pay for my car. You sound like me on that note. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, for me to for me to go through that, you know, and I'm being a female, I just like, uh, dang. Yeah. So you know, when school came, if I ain't get, I'm talking about college. Like I went to PG Community College after school, 13th right. grade, and it just it just wasn't my thing. <laughs> right, right, right. But in order for me to actually hold, hail myself, I had to literally hold everything down for them to do everything. If they didn't, it's out the door. I'm not paying for nothing. Right. Because, see, my sisters, my parents bought all them their cars. Mm-hmm. I had to get my... But I think that might have been the boy thing. It was like, no, nah, you a boy. You got to go out there. You got to get your money. You got to get your car. But my, especially my baby sister, she who's three years younger than me, He, my father basically told her, look, he didn't want her to leave for school. So he was like, if you go to school close, she ended up going to Howard. He said, I'll buy you a car. He ended up buying her two cars. He bought the first one, went through that car, and then he bought her a second car. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody <laughs> never bought me no car. But that's a whole different story. <clears throat> Dreamers quote. Talk to us, Scotty. Okay. Uh, the Grammys was last week, and a young lady by the name of Camilla Cabello, I believe she was with the singing group Fifth Harmony. Is that, is that right, Little? Yeah, that's correct. I don't, I don't be hip on all this pop culture stuff. <laughs> Rap, rapidy, <laughs> what they call rap? Rap, rap, rap <laughs> But at the Grammys, uh, she made this quote: "This country was built by dreamers for dreamers, chasing the American dream." I'm here on this stage tonight because, just like the dreamers, my parents brought me to this country with nothing in their pockets but hope. Singer Camila Cabello said, "In port of the Dreamers Act." So I just wanted to know, what do y'all think about that statement? <laughs> I feel like it's a convenient, just amnesia. Yeah, I like that. With a lot of these uh, other ethnicities from some of these other countries when they throw out that, you know, they're... They're not lying, though. I mean, it's not like what they're saying is not true. It is true. It's just, it's kind of, for black folk, we like, man, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know I don't, I can't agree with it for the simple fact, all the information that I know beyond what we were taught in school that, you know, I don't know about these dreamers building the country. Or, oh, no, no, or, no, 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 no. This country was built on <laughs> fear, blood, murder, yes. rape. yes. This is true. Off of the hands of black people. Yeah. So I feel like it's a, it was an insult. And the fact that you had... Wow. I was watching when she made the speech. And the funny part about it, when she made... When she was saying all this, this was the part when Blue Ivy was uh, doing that little thing to uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, that's what that <laughs> was? Pipe, pipe down, pipe down. And that was funny that that happened during that, during that moment. Because she's a little kid, she don't know what's going like on. She she, she having fun, but <laughs> that's what that was. I was trying to figure out why she was telling them to stop clapping. I'm like, why? Why is she saying know. stop clapping? And but it was doing that yeah, speech. It was doing, wow. yeah, it was doing that speech. I just thought that was ironic. Interesting. Like Son? she knew something telepathic. <laughs> All right, so I didn't see the speech. Me neither. I didn't. uh, see. Uh, what do you think about what he, she said? So. Okay, mm-hmm. I think we're looking too deep into what she said. Okay, 
like personally that. think she's just saying, hey, dreams can come true. Okay. That's yeah. basically what I got out of that. Okay. I think we're taking this to a, okay, if, was she, is she black or white? I she's, believe she's a Cuban-American. Okay. If a black person said that, would we feel the same way? Will we will we be this will we be mm, discussing this? Good question. You talking no. about no. no, no, right? So again, <laughs> we're looking too deep into this because we're whole, black. right? That's the problem with black people. We're looking too deep into something. Hey, <laughs> 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 no. Slim, we looking too deep into something that's nothing. Wow, that's how I personally feel. Talk to I, us, littles. First of all, I think you gotta you gotta understand that she's only she just turned twenty. So okay, she's a baby, <clears throat> basically. And um, I think she used the word dreamer. As for like uh, people that weren't born here, basically, for mm. all people that weren't born, mm, yeah. like when she say dream, I think she was speaking about everyone. Like, okay, people that were brought here or people came here to find a better life, yeah. built this country. Gotcha. I think that's what she meant. I don't think she was talking about a specific race or her people or whatever. Right. I think she used dreamer as. As for everybody. Yeah, yeah for everybody. That's, 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 sound, that's what sound I got out of right, it. right, since you said it like that. Um, I Thank feel, you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel, um, since you said it like that, in a way, that's what it means. Because um, you have a lot of people coming from different countries. Like, I work with, like, a lot of African people. And they all come over here to make money just to provide for their families back, back at home. home. Yeah, you know that's what true. Saying? So it can mean, it mean, from us, that's what it seemed like. But we don't know exactly what she meant from her state of mind, mm-hmm. but as coming from out her mouth to into my brain, that's what it seemed like it would be Right. saying. Like, I don't I don't know. I never really, because I didn't even see the speech, first of all. I didn't either. And I didn't pay no mind about the news about the speech <laughs> until just now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would think uh, based off of what Little was saying. But I, I, I do feel like, I do feel like there is a disconnect when it comes to... Ver- Black folk here versus folk that come here, and I agree. Folk folk come here from other countries looking for a better tomorrow. Oh, what am I trying to say? I think the country caters more to the people coming in than the people that are already here, and in essence, sort of built this country because we're That's still waiting for. I our just feel like it goes back okay. to that stereotype. Okay, talk about it. Just to piggyback from the actual message that she said. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of agree with all y'all. It's an opinion. Um, more, more likely, it's just based off of her being a dreamer and her saying that dreams do come true. I do agree with you guys on that. Um, so I just think it's, it is going to a little bit too deep because yeah. she is young and, and maybe she really hasn't developed and adapt what's really going on in this world. And if she has, then kudos for her. But to, piggy, to go back to what I was saying as far as the stereotype, we are always going to be stereotyped nowhere, no matter as far as the loans. It's because what we always are being, we always are being downplayed by yep. certain things. Yep. Yep. It's because yep. we're black mm. or it's because we're this or because we're that. Oh, we talk a certain way. Right. And it's just who we are. Just, Good point. And my thing is, oh, if you don't talk this way, nah, or the way you look, mm, no, that's not going to work either. So it's like you have to put on this whole face just to... Make America happy. Mm. Uh, if if I could, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you finished? I I, I'm not trying <laughs> to cut nobody off. I apologize. Um, son, you say you think we're going a little too 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 deep on this one, right? <laughs> yes. I, I hate to disappoint you, sir. <laughs> I'm, 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 deep on this one. I'm sorry. I'm not mad. Um, That's what we're here for. Just to give a little context to what she was talking about for the audience who may not know, um, the Dreamers Act is basically mm-hmm. a immigration act. 
Um, when President Obama was in office, he signed an immigration deal saying that um, basically the Latino community, um, if they're under 18 years old, if their parents were came over here illegally and they had them or brought them with them, uh-huh. they could stay in this country. That's the deal President Obama oh. signed. He's given, he gave them a pass to citizenship. Gotcha. But President Obama's not president no more. Uh. Donald Trump's in office. And he wants to build a wall and send everybody back home. Mm. <laughs> so now all the people that are calling themselves the dreamers, they're upset. This is really an immigration issue. Mm. They don't want to go back. They don't want to go back. Obama said they could stay. The Republicans said, y'all got to go. Mm. Donald Trump said, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to throw you over it. You got to get out of here. Wow. Now, this young lady, she went on stage and said, this country was built by dreamers for dreamers chasing the American dream. That is a lie. It is. <laughs> this country was built on 247 years of free African labor. That's what built the country. Why she can sit up there and say, my family came to this country with nothing, nothing in their pockets and built the dream for themselves? They could do that because they knew they, they can come over here broke because they That's knew they I'm could saying. get money in That's America. That's what I'm saying. The only, reason they could get, the only reason they can get money in America off the country that was built by slaves. They didn't give us the money for it. They didn't. My ancestors were slaves in Kentucky. They didn't get a dime. They, they just, and it wasn't a dream. It was a damn nightmare. Right. <laughs> that's that's true. Now, look. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Look, I, I understand this young lady is 20 years old, and maybe she don't know this, that, and the that third. That speech was given to her. Too. Of course it was. But look, I'm not giving nobody a pass. Right, and let right. me tell you why. <laughs> These other groups use black people. Yeah. When Trump say Muslims can't come in the country, black people is out there riding for them. When the white woman wanted to throw on a pink hat and flood D.C., talk about how much she hates Trump, black people was out there with pink hats on, too. When the LGBT community, when they hate Trump, we we right there mm-hmm. with them. When Amber Rose wanted to do a slut rock, we right there with her. <laughs> right. But when something want to go down for black folks, the only people out there riding is black folks. Right. These other groups use us to strengthen their movement. And when they can't use us good enough, they pretend like our history is their history. Look, there's several things she could have got up there and said to strengthen the validity of the dreamers and the positive contributions she's made to this country. She had to get up there and tell a bold face lie on us. We got to check that because revisionist history is very dangerous. We, we we let this slide. Twenty years from now, they be writing in the history books how migrant workers and dreamers it's came already, over here and built America. It's already happening. It's it funny, did. It's funny you say that. I saw a post where. Uh, a parent was showing the history book Mm -hmm. and in the history book they were saying that how did they they replaced the word slave with migrant worker migrant worker and Mm -hmm. and they said the teacher was saying that we decided basically to help them build what we have now here in america not that we was forced to do it but that we it was our idea let us help you build this Mm -hmm. so they're they're already starting to try to rewrite history mm-hmm. that's happening that, gotcha. that my kids who are three or two and one would have a whole different um analogy or a whole different idea right. of what we went through really as african-american by the time they are aged their, their whole view and whole perspective on is going to be totally different yeah that's 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 kind of alarming Mm-hmm. That's kind of alarming. I don't know what that would mean for in the grand scheme of things, but I find it very interesting. And it also makes me believe that even some of the history that we have or that we know is a lot. 
Because the saying is, he who wins the war writes mm -hmm. the history. Case in point, I don't think we came here on slave ships. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I don't think we came here on slave ships. I think when they talk about the American Indian, I think they're talking about African Americans. I think black mm -hmm. folk were already here. Yeah. We were here. It happened. Yeah. Well, we first of all, let me, oh, go ahead, Rip. Nah, talk, ahead. talk to me. <laughs> we I'm going to just give a disclaimer. Yeah. Both things are true. Yeah. Black people were already here. And we did. Some of us did come over. But I'm saying years. the Afri what's considered African American. A lot of us were already. We here. were already here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this this is our ground. If bro. you look back at very early pictures of what the, of Native American Americans. Indians, they're black people, black folk. Some of them you can't tell from an African tribe. Black folk. Um, not to go too deep into yeah, it. We ain't I'm, go I'm gonna be real short. <laughs> <laughs> if you pick up a book by Ivan, Dr. Ivan Van Sernemer, they came came before Columbus. He got all the receipts yep. in there. Um, he got uh, the people that rode with Christopher Columbus. They kept journals when when they got here. They basically said it's Africans already here. Like we didn't discover anything. But go ahead. I talked right. I talked about my my uh, parents being uh, from the South, and they're from North Carolina. My mom's nickname. And her hometown is Pocahontas. Mm. Why is her nickname Pocahontas? Mm. You'll see pictures of my mom when she was young from uh, high school all the way to her younger years. My mom was dark skinned, long, flowing hair, and they called her Pocahontas. Why would they call a black woman Pocahontas? I agree with Scott, and this is why I had a problem with it, because they, they're building a movement around this dreamers act mm -hmm. and the same thing that scott said how they'll use us for their movements now they're building this dreamers movement but it's it was nobody around for the black lives matter movement this is my problem with it they're mm. building this as a movement right now just like the lgbt Stuff they are building this as a movement right now. But it's a, just going to get bigger and bigger. But the problem, the all, the the other problem is what I said the last show, and I'm gonna say it again. Black folk are always on two different sides of anything that involves black folk. We are never on a united front, mm -hmm. and, and until we until we get on a united front, Scott made a statement last show. We need to learn how to. Get off this divide and let's do what's best for the overall. Mm -hmm. The problem with us is we now look. Let's, let's just use Black Lives Matter and we're gonna move on. Look how divided that was. There were some people that was championing Black Lives Matter and it was black folk, other black folk that didn't want to hear two cents about it. And I seen more black folk talking about well, what about the killing in Chicago when somebody say Black Lives Matter? Then any am I lying? No, you're so not. Right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like until and, and we talked about it last show, you can go all the way back through history of time. We have never been on a united front. Even when we talk about we champion Malcolm X and Dr. King, right. they was on two different sides of the argument. And that has always been the case. Man, we have gone way into overtime, and y'all know we don't do no overtime. It's your boy O King Johnny O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny. Next to me is <laughs> Q from Leo Loyal. <laughs> Next to her is Scott, author of Hypocrisy in America, available on Amazon.com. You can follow me on Instagram at U and U Scott. 
Next to him is Jermaine Man Littles. You can catch me on Instagram at Littles1126. Next to him is It's your boy, son, the mommy lover. You can look out for my book called How to Impregnate Your Mother. Oh my <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> saved it. It's your boy, Rip. <laughs> catch me on greatestiamblog.com, Instagram, greatest.i.am.blog. Next to him is It's your boy Waves. You can follow me on Instagram, Waves underscore DC. And that's with a Z and not an S. Hey, we out of here. And for the final word, leave them home. Alone, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs>